Right. The, the, the totalitarian left wants to fire those truck drivers. They want to fire doctors and nurses and, and cops and firefighters and soldiers and sailors and Navy SEALs. Why? Because they won't knuckle under their COVID mandates and, and vaccine mandates. They won't obey their totalitarian dictates. And, and, and I got to say, those Canadian truckers are awesome. That's Ted Cruz. Senator from Texas and perennial wannabe presidential candidate. Um, didn't work out well for him last time against Donald Trump. Will he jump in again? We'll have to wait and see. But he is just one of many of the Republican politicians who this week have decided to go all in with the trucker convoy. Um, and that's the kind of rhetoric that we're hearing. Um, Ted Cruz, Donald Trump, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Ron DeSantis. The list goes on. The Trumpiest of the Republicans are all over this. And... Um, I think if you sit back and you take a look at where we are with this situation um, and just how bizarre that is that American politicians are jumping into this situation, um, it's concerning. It should be concerning anyway. Uh, Bruce Heyman was the U.S. ambassador to Canada from 2014 to 2017, and he went public this weekend sounding the alarm about this kind of American involvement in what is a Canadian situation. Um, Mr. Heyman, I appreciate you so much joining us this morning. Thank you so uh, for your time, sir. Pleasure to be here. Now, your statement this weekend, short and sweet, you said, under no circumstances should any group in the USA fund disruptive activities in Canada, period, full stop. So let's start with that, because we know there's a lot of talk about the funding of what's happening here, millions and millions of dollars coming in from the United States. Why is that so concerning to you? So, first of all, let, let's do some ground setting here. Okay. Canada, a separate country with its own set of rules and, and government, albeit next door, albeit our best friend, albeit our greatest trading partner, albeit a lot of Americans live in Canada and Canadians live in the U.S. It's a separate government with separate rules, separate laws, and we should respect them as Americans. So that's point one. Point two. We've had no better friend or ally in the entire world. And I would say that as I got to know, you know, uh, Ken Taylor, who helped uh, bring out Americans out of Iran when we were in hostage situation and hiding out in the Canadian embassy. I knew it when I was up in Gander and I visited Gander where all the flights that were diverted as a result of 9-11 landed in that wonderful community that welcomed them. This is a story of a country that has been there when we've had hurricanes and earthquakes and tornadoes, and they've come down and helped us at every turn. You've been there for us geopolitically, regionally, and you've supported us as a country, not on a partisan way, on a nonpartisan way, as a next-door neighbor, as a friend, as an ally. And so now Canada is facing um, what I consider to be at grounds for a legitimate conversation and protest, we should, uh, at least as an American, I feel protests are legitimate, except when they become delegitimized. And when external forces begin funding and promoting actions against a foreign government as a result of, you know, not only raising money, but encouraging outside groups to participate. And I think that the, the trucker group, who may have had some legitimate feelings and the right to protest, but they have now lost the narrative as the far right people waving Nazi flags 
uh, anti-Semitism with the Star of David, which was used to identify Jews for extermination in Nazi Germany, the Confederate flag, which was used as the basis for slavery in the United States, and the white supremacist groups that are now marching and have been throughout Ottawa, the narrative is lost. And now even, in fact, they're using a narrative of wanting to take down the government of Canada. So having some of the people that you mentioned, Republicans, getting on, and I, they're, they're, this isn't real Republican, this is, these are Trumpists, and to get on to foment the kind of activities that are taking place, the stoppage of traffic on the Ambassador Bridge, the comments that are being made about truckers throughout your country, will hurt you as a country economically, it'll hurt you medically, it'll hurt you emotionally, but it could also hurt your standing as a government. And we lose democracy is very fragile. And right now we have a right wing group of people that are pressing on that fragility. Well, you, you say it could hurt our country, and you're absolutely right, without a doubt. But uh, just seeing what's going on today at the Ambassador Bridge between Windsor and Detroit, which is the busiest border crossing on the continent, um, it could hurt you, too. I mean, if these kinds of blockades at borders continue. Oh, there's no doubt. And what do you think the real reason is? This is a proxy battle. This That's is, the know, question. Look, I, I'd like to think that it was all in in good faith that they were supporting, you know, people who want a voice with regard to a vaccine choice. But this is much more complicated than that. And what they're trying to do is put pressure that will lead into further pressure within the United States to cause similar kinds of protests and outcomes in our cities. Um, and so in some ways, these are dry runs for, you know, the far right Republican Party using using Canada as a testing ground. And I think this is incredibly dangerous for um, both countries. And it's dangerous for our relationship because of how important this relationship is to each other. Just how unheard of is it, though? I mean, it seems to me like we've always, like you say, Canada's always there to help. And Canada sort of sat, and I know, you know, we've held back as we watched what's gone on in the United States. And I think the U.S. has done the same thing in Canada. Like, how unheard of is it for American politicians to jump into what is essentially a domestic issue in civil unrest in Canada? It's, it's, It's a political red line that should never have been crossed. And now not only has it been crossed, but it's been breached. And now on some news networks uh, that, that promote more right-wing views, they, they all night long last night, it was all about Canada and the protests and, and, the, and the support that they're lending. And so we're in a very dangerous spot. Um, where do we go? Uh, that, that's the question. I mean, I know you've got your own situation to deal with in the United States, and there's a lot of Canadians very concerned about it um, spreading into our country, and I think we're seeing that now. How do, we, how do we counter this? Well, I have a lot of confidence in Canada to counter it, because I, I've, I've, in the years that I've spent there in the years since, I can tell you that regardless of party, Canadians treasure their country, treasure the rule of law. And when one party wins or loses, the other party wants to get those seats and wants to fight for it, but they don't want to dismantle the country. 
And so I don't believe that that's what's going to end up taking place here. And I think eventually the, you know, the, the Canadian government, the provincial government and the cities will, will, will deal with this appropriately. I have the confidence in that. The real question is longer term. Yeah. What are the implications of this? You've already lost your conservative leader this last week. And so what are the other implications of what goes on? And so, you know, just don't underestimate sometimes when you put a snowball in motion down a hill, what it looks like when it gets to the bottom of the hill. And it, it, we're, we're in that mode right now. I, I have always believed that, you know, the, the small minority to ignore them becomes the tyranny of the minority and they can influence the majority. And we've seen this around the world in yeah. various governments where you, you think it's okay and you take it for granted. You've got to put out these burning embers as best you can before they turn into a giant conflagration. Yeah, exactly. And that's where we are. Uh, Mr. Heyman, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate your time. Pleasure. Be well. You too. That is um, Bruce Heyman, who is the former U.S. ambassador to Canada. And um, and I know a lot of you will disagree with me and with him because I agree with what he's saying. I think uh, we need to be on guard for it's it's not political. I mean, I think I was thinking about it last night as I was getting ready for this discussion. I've probably supported more Republican candidates in the U.S. over the years than I have Democrats. Um, but the Republican Party today is not the Republican Party I grew up with. Um, and I know a lot of you like the direction of the Republican Party now, but populism is a risky thing. And um, having American influence, um, not just the politicians, but the media ecosystem jumping all over this and the power that they hold. Um, you know, I mean, Fox News runs this. This has been Fox News' big story for 10 days now. They don't cover other Canadian news, but they're all over this. And we see, you know, the usual players from the political world jumping in. So it's something that troubles me. I'm not going to lie. I don't like it. I don't want that American influence in our country. I, I, I don't know how you can look at what's going on in the United States and say, yeah, let's do that here.